Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my brand new friend, Wendy Nash. Welcome to the show. I'm so grateful you're here today. Thank you for having me on. I, I do like Rebel Radio as somebody who's not very good at conforming anywhere along the line in my whole life is such a price to pay for being, you know, me. But uh, I am who I am. So I love the title. And my company is called Kindly Cut the Crap. And I see on your wall, you've got boss shit list. So I see that we are sisters. In this. <laughs> I love it. Before I go on, I just want to say um, there are two things I like to do. And the first one is I just really like to say thank you to uh, you and your community. Like, you know, we can think, oh, well, this just happens like this. But, of course, there's a whole lot of people who've come on this show before me and there will be more after me. So I'm one of many people. And I've, I've spoken with other hosts, so you're what, you know, it's both, both mm -hmm. directions. We're part of a community in terms of podcasts and guests and hosts. But also, you know, like there's all the people who listen and who just downloading at the simple fact of listening changes an algorithm. And, you know, we're all obsessed by numbers. How are we with numerology? Here we go. <laughs> so we're all obsessed by numbers, you know, data, data, data. And, you know, like, those small things count yes. every single thing counts and everything is 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 part of a larger thing that changes everything so just simply downloading if that's the only thing a person does that is already a contribution and then paying attention thinking that's a little bit more so just to say thank you to everybody in your community and your audience and downloaders and even people who have computers and then even the people who make the mics and the headsets and all that sort of stuff. Everybody's part of this. So thank you very much for everybody for being part of this. And the other thing I like to do is um, I'm Australian and I live in Queensland and I'm on um gubby gubby country so that actually means no no as in no you may not come onto my country until you have been welcomed but mm -hmm. i'm not aboriginal so i'm not going to go into that i'm simply acknowledging that it's an aboriginal tradition to welcome to land to to acknowledge the country you're calling from and then if you have the authority you can then welcome somebody to the country uh, and the reason I do that is many things. One is I think it's really important to respect the people who've been caring for this country for 70,000 years. So Christianity has been around for 2,000. So we're talking about 35 times as long, if not longer. So that's a lot of time and a lot of observation, a lot of learning, a lot of thinking about how does community work? How does spirituality work? How does the land, how are we all connected and involved in this and I think that's really important and and it's from that space that we can say well this is where we come from this is where we are and with those two together we can 
think, where are we going to go from here? So I really like to include the whole picture of the community in the past, the present and the future. So thank you. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think that's really important as well to acknowledge all three of those. So thank you. It's beautiful. So tell us a little bit. Well, let's before we get into it, before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you, as always. And I'm curious, what was something that you took away from that that was interesting to you or that really stood out? I, I, the thing was, you you mentioned something about um, love and spirituality, that that was a really big thing. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I'll tell you this story. Yeah. So when I was about, uh, I was really, I, I was not a happy, I did not have a lot of happy circumstances in my early life. I'm not saying I was entirely miserable, but gee, it pretty was for a good solid number of years there. Um, a lot of very difficult circumstances um, and and I was deeply unhappy and I was deeply lonely. I, I did, had very poor social skills. Mm. And so um, so I've had to learn those. So for people who feel like they've got really hopeless social skills and they're not able to make friends and they don't know how to make friends, let me tell you, it is possible to change. So I just want to give people courage in that direction. Um, and I was walking on the church and I felt deeply unloved and deeply lonely. And it said, it was a, it was a, and it was, it was the seventies. And it said, Jesus loves everyone. And I thought, Jesus is one person. I'm one person. Jesus loves everyone. I'm going to find a way to love everyone. Now, I apologize for the Christians who may feel that I'm saying that I am Jesus. I'm not at all saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I sort of something clicked and I just wanted to find a way to love everybody on the planet. So I thought that was actually really funny thing <laughs> that on the numerology I'm going, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. So, for my numerologists out there, she is a jack of hearts. So this is for the numerologists that are out there. They're going to understand this story very deeply of that, that jack of hearts just wanting to love the world. I love that so much. That's beautiful. Totally. So we know that you're a jack of hearts. We know some of your background a little bit, but who is Wendy Nash? Well, I, I actually follow Buddhism. So that's mm. actually a really complicated question because there is no <laughs> self. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we there, is, <laughs> there is a character called kind of called Wendy and she has these kind of characters but in terms of so unity consciousness there mm -hmm. is no it's all part of a larger collection and this is one character in the same way that you know like I look at the the lorikeets out the back of the house and the rain I don't know if you know them they're green and blue and orange and red you will have seen them they're, they're like everywhere in Queensland they're like sparrows or I don't know swallows or something everything more European people and North American people have but we have them everywhere here and um and we have one in the backyard and we call him Biffo because he's like a thug. He's such a thug. He beats up he beats up the Corellas. Now you won't know the Corellas, but they're like big, big 
cockatoos mm. and he's like get off and I'm going to protect my babe so it's really funny I had to get two bird parts because he was like so protective of one I had to get a second one so that somebody else could use the bird parts so like that I've got this character which is the Wendy Nash character which has this sort of vibrant enthusiastic energy kind of high energy expressive kind of character so that's me mm -hmm. but you know like I said I've had this difficult early life and I needed a truckload of therapy to piece together all the complex PTSD you know my sister died my father died I was bullied there's a whole lot of other stuff besides and I was just a one huge great big mess and I mm -hmm. couldn't figure out where I was going wrong and I, I was seeing a therapist and she's she's very strong Zen practitioner at the time and she said you need to take up meditation and so I really just went for that I was completely mm -hmm. desperate and I just had to go for it and so I was also um, living in different countries and I had lived in a few different countries by then and um, and I found that this was a way of integrating all those difficult parts and good parts to find that actually nothing is good or bad you know like mm -hmm. even if you think about a shitty decision you made really was there anything good that came of that yeah right so do, it was it good or bad Both. and you think about <laughs> right and then you think you, you did something good and then actually some shitty things came out of that mm -hmm. So what is good and what is bad? And so it helped me really understand that. And, you know, I, I was a secretary, so executive assistant in, you know, some really high corporate environments and, and also academic and in hospital. I did a whole lot of things because I was such an unsettled person. I was always looking for something to make, you know, to kind of feel a bit more settled and work just wasn't my bag. You know, that whole career thing wasn't my bag. So <laughs> I <laughs> but as a secretary, it's really interesting. As a secretary, you're a fly on the wall and you see everything and people know exactly what the CEO is up to. And so what I want to do is I want to really help leaders be kind mm. so that, and respect. Like I want them to be respected as leaders, not as followers, not as like I want to – I teach meditation to improve productivity, but I teach – I teach meditation so that people will admire you, think you have a good character, you will make good biz business decisions, you will be a good leader. So that's my whole thing. So um, I hope that <laughs> that was a long answer, but <laughs> no, I do I like to talk that. a lot. <laughs> I love that so much because, you know, you probably could meditate for better productivity and better results, but really the results come from being more kind and from being a good leader. I love that. That's so cool. So kindly cut the crap. Is that the business name and that's what you do? Yep. And I do that because, you know, I am a direct person as you can gather. Uh -huh. And so I cut the crap, you know, and it's like cut the crap from the vernacular, like how are we speaking and cut the crap from your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, just just think about what do you want? Like cut the rest of it out. You don't need all that extra stuff. But nothing is going to work unless you are kind. So you can be like a CEO or a leader or whatever, not, you know, a fantastic business. But if you're shafting people, well, you know, like 
people go on strike. Like this is the whole Amazon mm-hmm. thing, you know. Jeff Bezos, he's completely shafted so many people. And now the whole all these warehouses are going fully unionizing, you know, mm-hmm. and that's because because he's done that. So um, there are karmic consequences again, you know, if you if you do one thing, that has a knock-on effect on something else. So yeah. Absolutely. All right. So you touched on this really briefly. And as always, we ask this question on Rebel Radio because I get the best, most fascinating definitions all the time. What does unity consciousness mean to you? So I had to ask this before we went on air. I'm like, what is unity consciousness? You know, (laughs) like everyone's got a word for it, but everyone has everyone knows what it is. But everybody has a different way of putting it. So in Buddhism, you call it non-duality. And I actually spent the weekend with my my spiritual teacher and he's actually my partner's nephew. Mm. So, and I met my partner before I met my teacher. I've been looking for a teacher for 20 years and I finally get it through my partner. So my partner and I have only been together for two years. I was like, who has Eckhart Tolle in the family? Well, it turns out I do actually. (laughs) And Eckhart Tolle, he has like brothers and sisters-in-law and all these cousins, you know, like he's, you know, he, I think he's a single child, but, but he has all these other people. And well, that's the same for everybody, you know? So whether you like people or not, everyone's got family, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so unity consciousness, it was very interesting talking with him and he was talking about non-duality and no self. So this mm-hmm. is the thing. And it's really the idea that, oh, how to explain that, that nothing is substantial. Nothing has a sub- substance. Everything is dependent on everything else. So nothing in and of itself has has validity until we make it valid by its interaction. It's a hard way to explain it, but it means that everything is in this huge dynamic flux all the time. So so I had, you know, I get a bit obsessive. So a few years ago, I was really, really lonely in a city. I was living in a, a previous city and in England and I found the locals really hard to get. They're not a s- soft, gentle people, you know, that what I could never figure out the difference between being reserved and being cold because I really couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't connect with the people because they weren't emotional and I'm very emotional. So, mm-hmm. and um, kind of that's my currency, I suppose. But so I was, I spent all my time just listening to teaching. So, I want to say for people in your community and your audience who find themselves in a really lonely, lonely place, take up a spiritual practice and really spend all your time as if this is a meditation retreat and then you're using this time to really deepen your practice. So I that that's how what I had to do for sanity. So that's what I did and I started listening to these teachings on emptiness, it's called in Buddhism. And I walked after I was going, what is emptiness? What is emptiness? What is emptiness? I walked out of the house and then it was just this very, I don't know how to explain this. I walked out and I realized that I was the same as the tree. I wasn't more. I wasn't less. I had equal placement, equal status, equal something. So, and, and everything moved kind of around me and within me 
I, if I made a step forward, that was a new set of options. And then if I took another step, it was a new set of options. So something about that, I don't know how else to describe it. Mm -hmm. I love that description so much. And there was so much gold in what you just said. <laughs> and I think one of the things that we have such a challenge with in, in mentally and intellectually explaining unity consciousness is that it's really hard to explain. It's better experienced than explained, which which is why I love having the conversation because everyone's got a different experience. And so yours might resonate, other people's might resonate, but somebody's going to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. So another thing that we love to talk about here at Rebel Radio is this conversation around wealth. And I am really curious how you define wealth. So I've never been money conscious. I just never have. Um, to me, you know, this is what I was thinking about this morning, actually, in my meditation is, is kind of actually this very question. So I hadn't really consciously aligned that I was, so just for the community here, I was meditating about two hours ago because it's quarter past eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in case you're wondering why I'd be meditating in, you know, in the afternoon, I wasn't, it was first thing in the morning. Um, uh, so I've always really worked on the spiritual side and the happiness and and kind of gaining confidence as a person and that's that is very much what wealth is at at one level but you know you've got to earn some money and i was really <laughs> thinking i really just want to have a decent bank account you know i've really focused so much on the spiritual which is fantastic mm -hmm. i feel like i'm just totally it doesn't matter what i earn it's going to be amazing you know but I still need to be able to pay bills and I, we moved into state and that's gouged the bank account. I've just signed up for a new year, a new meditation teacher training. And I don't know if you've heard of Tara Brack or Jack Cornfield. Yes. Yep. So they have a two year teacher training. I've, I'm, I've been accepted into that, which is super exciting, but whew, that's a bank account number as well. That's a gouger. Mm -hmm. And I bought an electric bike cause we just moved and I don't have a car. So I'm just sitting here kind of going, wow, that's, so much so much money and i just to be honest wealth means being able to pay your bills and not <laughs> sweating it <laughs> you know not going how am i going to do this how am i going to do this you know so no. i guess that's that but i think there is also this it's like there can't be this kind of anxiety about money because i was really thinking you know what is this number thing we have in our society because <laughs> You know, but I look at a temperature and I go, oh, so it's 27 degrees today. That's really lovely. I like that number right. and I like this numerology, but I don't like this time number. Which mm -hmm. says, time's up, time's up, time's up. You've only got 45 seconds left to go, 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 go. You're oh, right out, oh, right Bam! You know, eject button, eject. So I don't like that number. Me neither. And, and I don't like the one which says your numbers are too, there are too, too few noughts before the decimal point in my bank account. Yeah. I, that's, I don't like that one. Here's something about wealth. All right. I'm going to ask you this question. All okay. Right. Okay. In the money in your bank account, who owns that money? No one. Some... Someone owns that money. Somebody has legal, it is the legal property of someone. Whose money is it? Well, 
So I take it from the spiritual perspective that money isn't actually real. It's just digital currency in a in an Ethernet. It's not actually real. So I don't actually believe that anybody owns it. Okay. Except that when your phone is cut off, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a financial exchange between me and the service provider, yes. But that money that comes into my account then moves out and then it moves into a different account and it moves all over the place. And so who could possibly ever have or own that money? So it's the government, actually. Who owns that money? Well, I don't want to turn this into a political conversation. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying okay. that. I'm not saying that. But when you look at well, in Australia, on the, in on the thing, it says property of the Commonwealth of Australia. Mm -hmm. And so, from that perspective, and I'm not talking about political donations and all who buys government. I'm not going there. So that's not where we're going. But you know, like we can get really tight about money because it's like the noughts, I don't have enough noughts in my bank account before the, before the decimal point. And how am I going to pay my bills? And it's like, well, who owns that money in my bank account? And mm -hmm. it turns out that it's the government. So I've sort of got everything on loan in that perspective. And mm -hmm. it comes in and it goes out like what you're saying. So mm -hmm. that that's kind of where I was wanting to go in terms yeah. of that. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, does the government really own it too? It's just a piece of paper that says property of. <laughs> and, we can and, go so many different angles with this. Exactly. And to be honest, you know, we're about to go into a cashless society, so we're not even going to have notes soon. It's just pixels yeah. on a screen at the exactly. end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. But I love that you brought wealth to, you know, we've got the spiritual wealth. We've got health and well-being wealth. We've got our connections and our relationships wealth. And that I love that you brought brought it to the it's not always about the money and yes the money is part of wealth I look at wealth as this wheel where we've got all these different segments it's kind of like the wheel of life where there are different areas in our life where we may be more wealthy than others and it's important to balance that wheel out so that we've got all of the, the spokes of the wheel filled per se and you know having the money to be able to take the courses that you want to play in the material world the way that we want to give back in a way that we want so yeah yeah absolutely and poverty you know like let's not romanticize poverty poverty yeah. sucks no. poverty sucks yes just being being spiritual isn't always enough you also need to be able to play in this world it's so yeah. important yeah, yeah. None of this and that, sacrifice. <laughs> and I've been, and I'm reluctant to that, you know, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's just, and it's also something about white privilege, you know, like kind of the society carries us, but that doesn't carry the rest of society. So it's also a white privilege perspective at some level, I think. Yeah. 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 It's hard not to have that privilege when we are white. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. also acknowledge the other perspectives that are out there always. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, Wendy, I have appreciated having you on the show so much. Thank you for the today's conversation. Uh, these shows always go by so fast. <laughs> but as always, we end Rebel Radio with one last question. And I'm so excited to hear your answer. What do you dream of for the world? Uh, you know, just that, just that we could get on, I think, just be kind to each other. Like, not hard, not hard, and yet so hard. Hmm. Well, and in your words, kindly cut the crap. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Wendy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for being on the show today. It's been lots of fun. Thanks so much, Cindy. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.